Welcome to the Clear Skin Chronicles, the podcast that takes you on a journey to uncover the secrets of achieving glowing, acne-free skin. We believe that knowledge is power, and by understanding the root causes of your acne, we can create a solid foundation for long-lasting clear skin. I'm Katie Stewart, registered holistic nutritionist and founder of The Clear Skin Solution, where we help women just like you get to the root cause of their acne. And I'm Chris Brown, registered holistic nutritionist and program director in The Clear Skin Solution. Through functional testing, we pinpoint where the body system imbalances lie so we can dive deep into your acne clearing journey. We work virtually with clients to clear up their skin from the inside out and have helped thousands of women worldwide regain their confidence. Today, I wanna talk I know, Katie, we were going to talk about something else. Can I switch topics like really quickly? Of course. I'm used to this. Okay. Do it. I want to talk because I have a couple of clients that have just brought up a fabulous topic and it's called food fear. Oh, is that not a big topic for us? Is that sufferers? not just a wee little tiny bit, a huge? It's like Pandora's box, really. It is. Even your, your, your sales team, right? Your, they say... They'll bring us and say, do I have to change my diet? Do I have to change my lifestyle? Do I have to change? Do I have to change? Do I have to change? What's the word there? I have one one quote for that. Oh, you do like your if quotes. If nothing change, I love my quotes. Um, if anyone watches Jersey Shore, I love Jersey Shore. And Mike's situation has like his own line of like motivational quotes on t-shirts. I'm like, whoa, that's, that is my type of guy right there is the, all of the quotes. So here's one that I love, which I've actually heard him say as well. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Boom. Like, I mean, it's so simple. Boom. And you're thinking, well, what do you mean? Then nothing changes. Yeah. If we keep going status quo, please ask yourself, why do I have my acne? You've probably, a lot of people do this, right? They, they do the same things over and over again. They try removing random foods. They, they do a skincare. They try a medication. They're stuck on that acne, acne hamster wheel. They can never get off. They go round and round and round because if you keep doing the same things and expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. That's my life. <laughs> that's my life. That's my life with kids. But exactly, nailing it. Now, when we, when we go and look at this food fear, is it the fear to the food or is it the fear to the change? And I want to point out that we're talking about food fear, not eating disorders, because eating disorders is a completely separate topic from Absolutely. food fear. Absolutely. And we have that set up. We do have and work with actively clients that have, they now call instead of eating disorder, they call it disordered eating. Disordered right? eating. Because of erectile dysfunction. That I'll just let everybody know when everybody was doing ED, they didn't know. So they changed it to disordered eating. Little fun fact. So disordered eating, fun fact. Right. And we see this a lot. Bulimia, anorexia, uh, binge eating. So when we work with clients that have disordered eating in the clear skin solution, we work with them quite differently than other clients because we want to ensure that it's done in a very safe way. We're not going as therapeutic into food. Maybe we're leaning more heavily on supplements. Maybe we're leaning more heavily on lifestyle factors. So just I want those people that do have disordered eating to know that they can still receive help for their skin. Absolutely. And when we look at food fear, it's a big, big encompassing umbrella. Food fear st stems from, I ate that and I didn't feel so well, or I ate at that restaurant and I, I was sick, or it goes to, you know, and I have clients come in and they eat. I have one client was eating 12 things over and over and over again because she's like, I can't, it's going to cause acne. I read. 
I read that. I researched that. I read that. And my heart goes out so much. And now look what we're working with. We're working with a client that has caloric intake restrictions, cascade of symptoms. And what do I say? I want to add food. And they're like, (gasps) you want to add food? Are you crazy? And that is most people. Yeah. Yeah. Most people aren't eating enough food. Like that is one of the biggest things we see with clients is they are straight up not eating enough food. And then even when we start showing them what are the better foods to be having, this is what we want to embrace, like really, you know, beef this up, get these wonderful, colorful foods. They still don't eat enough of those foods. And then they're hungry and they're losing weight. And it's it's because you're not eating enough food in the day. You need to eat more food. Yeah. We're so scared. We're scared to eat. It's awful. Right? And this is kind of, uh, but we're not scared to go sit in a drive-thru. And we're not scared to book a reservation at a restaurant. And we're not scared to do all of these other things. But when we say, hey, you know what? Every Friday night is no longer pizza night. Look what we can do. We're not just saying stop pizza night. We're saying, hey, let's look at how we can add. Let's look how we can enjoy. Let's look how we can balance. Let's look how we can be inclusive of more. It's not about pulling and tearing all these things. It's about getting vital nutrients that are made for our body. So our body has sustainability, energy, no more fatigue. Uh, Hello, detoxification, consistent bowel movements. That's how the body receives the food. It gives you energy. We should be eating to live, not live to eat. And the our society is built around live to eat. Like that's really what's been ingrained in us from birth up until now. And when I look at the food fear, I feel like for our clients, we can really have two categories of food fear. Yeah. We have those that are extremely like extremely restrictive in a very unhealthy way and terrified to add foods in because they're afraid it's gonna cause breakouts. Mm-hmm. Or the opposite, where they have such immense food fear of getting rid of the processed junk foods and changing what they're eating and embracing healthier foods. There's the two camps, ones that are you know scared to get rid of and ones that are, are scared to add. Scared to add, scared to get rid yeah, of. Yeah, 75% scared to get rid of is majority of what we see because that word change, that's huge. We like easy. It's terrifying for people right? We like comfortable. Come on. Just, you know what? I made Katie Stewart lasagna this week. Oh, you, you did? Chris, how was it? I made it the easy way. What was the easy way? Because I didn't want to like be in the kitchen. I seen you slug there. I seen, I seen the sweat beads coming down. I see the, okay, listen, the the, uh, apron changes. Uh, lasagna is a labor of love. My nonna would be making lasagna from scratch an entire day before I made the mistake of making it what company was there but okay I'm gonna let you know Katie what was your what was your fast forward my my tongue loved your labor of love so uh, my stomach loved your labor of love so it was all well received labor of love so I was my family since eating at your house four months has been like we need Katie's lasagna they don't even say lasagna we need love. Katie's lasagna Katie's Ugh. Thanks, 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 Chris Brown, uh, the Brown Craig family. <gasps> I'm like, okay. So I had the noodles. All I had was uh, marinara sauce. I had ground beef. And I had yep. this vegan cashew cheese that I absolutely 
love. I'm going to have to share it with you because I think you'll love it too. It's a new one. I will love it. And all I did was I ground up some ground beef. I threw in that cheese. It melted. I did the sauce. I did the noodles. I put it in, threw it in. Boom, Bob's your uncle. And you know, my little tiggy wiggy said, oh, mama, this is the best meal you've ever made. Um, Once I got all over the insultedness because I went there. See where (laughs) our brain goes? Backhanded compliment. Right. What do you mean? And then Steve ate it. He goes, this is actually good. And I'm like, stop it. Because what are they doing? They're comparing it to yours. Oh, my gosh. Validating it. I love them. And I said, you people can go to Katie's house. You can move in. We we got space. Right? So that's what I'm saying is they loved it. I loved it. I wanted to mimic it. I had one hour to do it. And listen, you cannot make a Katie gorgeous lasagna in one hour start to finish. I did my best. It was well received. But these types of things, that's when we take the easy. That's when Mm -hmm. we go with that. How can I get creative? What can I do? You know, opening the fridge and everyone says, there's nothing in here. And then in 20 minutes, I'm feeding a family of five with nothing in there. Nothing. That's like, I say it's like being on an episode of Chopped Canada, where it's like, okay, chefs, you have one bag of green beans, a can of marinara sauce, and an old chicken breast. Bring it my way. I am your gal there. But that's what I'm going to say. So I could have lived in the, oh my gosh, I have to get all the ingredients, and I've got to carve out all this time, and I'm already stressed because, 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 because... Or I could say, how can I do this really quick, really simple? What ingredients do I have? How can I do a mock? And how, because that food intake is so pivotal to my overall emotional, physical, and mental well-being. Mm -hmm. So that's what I just want to say. It's not about always having to switch and do everything hard. It's about as you become more comfortable, as you do slow progressive changes, as you start resonating with the changes and feeling better, you get the motivation. That's what builds all of this love for you to continue that journey and that naturally reduces the fear and the food fear overall. Mm-hmm. And another one that we see see pop up is, you know, when you're dealing with acne, I, I, I'm always transparent and honest. You will most likely, I, 100% of the clients we've worked with- You're about to get no friends right now. <laughs> I'm up to get no friends. I know I'm going to get massive unfollows on Instagram. It's fine, you guys. I, I'm here to speak the truth even when it's not fun. It's like, what is it? The Al Gore unconvenient truth. That's basically what this is, is when you are dealing with acne, that is a symptom that there is imbalances in your body, poor gut health, sluggish detox pathways, hormonal imbalances. You are going to need a therapeutic protocol where it's a therapeutic protocol of specific food guidelines. So foods we're going to temporary, keyword, temporarily hold off on. Foods we want you to focus on. And the foods you'll be having you focus on is they're very nutrient-dense foods, proteins, you know, produce, you know, vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, what, depending on the protocol that you're on. Our therapeutic protocols, for some people, they from first glance, they can seem so restrictive. They're like, what do you mean I can only eat these proteins and these vegetation. I can't eat all of my box convenient foods. I can't be, you know, boiling a bunch of pasta and pouring sauce on it. And it almost it almost doesn't come down to that it's healthy foods because these are extremely healthy foods. That is that it's not as convenient to make because you actually have to physically cook something. But when we're de- when we're dealing with acne, it's absolutely required to go through therapeutic protocols specific for your body because mm-hmm. you have to repair the gut. You have to properly detoxify the body. You have to rebalance your hormones and it needs to be done in a very systematic way. 
And you have... Did my brain share that the way I wanted it to share? No, it's good. It's good. I like, I like. Right? And if I can follow, sometimes I'm scattered. So it was good. I yeah. like it. The thing, and it's short-term, right? It's short-term it. pain for long-term gain. You, you should never, again, almost never, because there are caveats to bigger underlying health mm-hmm. disorders, you should almost never have to stay on a therapeutic protocol for the rest of your life. Our goal is whether it's four weeks, eight weeks, 12, 16, whatever it may be for you. There is an end date always scheduled. We do it in a in an easy way where we, you know, slow slowly go into the therapeutic protocol and then slowly add foods back in and provide you an end date. A start, yeah, steps, start date, end a date, start and an end date. Oh my gosh! And do you want to know what I love, Chris, about the therapeutic protocols? Because I'm getting I, so I, excited. I <laughs> In, in the springtime, I recently had to do a low histamine protocol. And, and to be honest, I think low histamine is the most difficult of all of the therapeutic, most of the therapeutic protocols. And even I struggled a little bit. I'm like, man, this is annoying. I can't have my go-to matcha and I can't have my regular morning thing. But it forced me to get creative and forced me to discover new foods and discover new recipes. And oh my gosh, I never would have thought to pair this with this because I'm so stuck on doing it the same way. And I absolutely love when our clients find this as well. They're like, oh my gosh, I thought I was going to hate it, but I'm so shocked at how much variety there is out Mm -hmm. there. I'm so shocked at how much there is to eat, but I've been so stuck on the same 15 foods and same, you know, half a dozen meals I eat every single week that I didn't realize there was all of these foods. And it's in our society, we're so like laser focused on, okay, I can only eat cheese. I always have to have uh, a pasta and I need to only eat bread. And if God, I can't eat pasta, bread and cheese, like there's nothing left to eat. And anytime I hear that, I want to say there are thousands of foods outside of bread, pasta and cheese thousands. Like, look at the grocery store. Look at all the fruits and vegetables you've never tried. Look at all the different proteins out there. These are actual foods that are going to be nourishing your body because so often, like the, you know, the the pastas and the flours and the breads, like these are almost empty calories. Like you're just, you're filling your body, but you're not fueling your body. Yes. Trademark. I'm going to trademark. Filling your body, but not fueling your body. You have so many little nuggets there, right? We got to trademark so many nuances. The thing is, is with these therapeutic protocols, like you said, boom, you have a start date, you have an end date, and they've been designed to ramp up. We don't jump into a therapeutic protocol when you come in and you're like, you've been traditional, like North American, you're eating all the process, doing all the drive throughs, like black sugar. That's mean. We have to set your body up, right? We We train the body to receive. The thing I see all the time, like you said, it's like, oh my gosh, I can do this. There's so much variety. There's, It's all about variety and rotation. We don't want to be eating the same thing over and over again. This is key. Again, I always say that word sustainability because I have to tell you, this is where the money is. This is where the time is. Everybody says time and money, time and money is so important. This is where you're going to put it. Those protocols, we have to go in, look at removing the triggers, chilling the body out, and then reintroduce to see what the body does. Because if we don't allow the body to do it on its own, then it's no better than that pharmaceutical. That's just going to mask everything. Right. It, this is this is why you can't just take a supplement. It's not about, I just need a supplement for my hormones. I just need a supplement. I just need a probiotic. 
that's not the right tactic to take because, again, the body's not doing it on its own. It's fully being assisted by a supplement. Even though it's natural, it becomes a Band-Aid like those pharmaceuticals do. You need to really take a holistic approach. You need to take dietary. Yes, supplements are included in that. Your lifestyle habits. We need to look at the health of your mental and emotional well-being. Like, it's that mind-body-soul connection. You can't just supplement away an unhealthy diet. We need to be replenishing the body with nutrients is deficient. And we need to be replenishing and revitalizing these organs that are struggling. And they're not going to do that by doing the same things you've always done. And if we look at things as restrictive, we're looking at it in deprivation mode. We are focusing on the things we cannot have. I always ask people, what can you have? When they come within there, they say, but I can't have, Chris. But, but I can't. This is, this is the kicker. But I can't. You took away this from me, right? <laughs> it's like my kids with their iPads. You took this away. And I would say, tell me the things on the list you enjoy. Tell me the list. Sorry, from that list. Because you're going to get meal plans. You're going to get swaps. You're going to get all these things. We're not just like... Um, excuse me, we don't want you eating any of the pasta breads and the cheeses. We really just want you to um, fix your diet. Okay, go. That's not a thing for us. We are nutritionists. We live and breathe and I mean, hey, we love to eat. So you better believe. I'm a huge foodie. Chris, I'm a huge foodie. We love food. And that's one of the I love food. Like I used to host a food show called Hamilton Eats where I went to the best restaurants in the city and would eat the most outrageously outrageous food. So I, I I understand this. Like I grew up not eating well. I grew like I grew up eating that standard North American mm-hmm. diet. And what the biggest game changer here is when you're eating those nourishing foods that are re- replenishing your body, we always have clients start with the anti-inflammatory diet. We'll we'll link the blog in the show notes because this is a phenomenal foundation that gives so much variety. And then from there, this is where you need to be finding healthier swaps to your favorite comfort foods, to your favorite go-tos. So something we do for our clients is we have this massive document that gets updated like week a weekly, monthly basis of healthy food swaps. So it's like, oh, you're obsessed with crackers. Here's the, you know, the top three best crackers in three different price points. Oh, you love like beef sticks. Oh, you love popcorn. Oh, you love this. Here are healthier alternatives. So that way you're not feeling deprived because you can never take something away and not replace it. That's where the deprivation lies. So for me, prime example is I like I am obsessed with lasagna. My known as lasagna. So I made a healthier version that was gluten and dairy free so I could still enjoy that food. You know, growing up, I love chicken fingers. So go on my, my blog, type in chicken fingers or chicken tenders. I have a great recipe that is made with almond flour and arrowroot starch. My blog, if you really do a deep dive on it, is pretty much 90% comfort foods. <laughs> It's always how can, like, I, I remember earlier in the year, we had a client. She's like, Katie, can you please do a healthy queso dip? It was around uh, Super Bowl. Can you do a, pl- a healthy queso dip? And I was like, you bet I can. And I love these because they're challenges for me where I'm like, yes, I get to go and create this healthy food for uh, a client. So if you're listening, you're like, oh, my gosh, Katie, this is my go-to food. Could you please figure out a recipe for me? Throw it my DMs because I'll add it to the blog list for 2024. And you can't see her, but she's drooling right now. Just going to put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love to eat. We have overproduction of saliva happening on the I south side. I actually do, though. Like, I need to have some water to flush it away. But it, it's it's really about 
looking at it from not like uh, looking at it from a place of I can have, I get to have, yes. I am nourishing. Yes, yes. yes. Re- reframe your brain. You need to shift the mindset into this is what I get to have. And I am eating this way because it makes my body feel good, because it's replenishing my organs, because it's working towards clearer skin. And I will always say when people are like, Katie, I don't want, you know, I don't want to change anything, but I want clear skin. Would you rather, let's play would you rather, would you A, rather Never have play would skin? you rather with Katie, you will lose. You will lose every time. <laughs> lose every time, everybody. Would you, A, would you rather have clear skin, feel confident, be able to, you know, go out in social events, date again, and be intimate with your partner, play with your kids, reach for that job promotion? That's when column A. Or B, would you rather be able to have your, you know, glass of wine every night and a bowl of ice cream before bed? There's, you know, there's no judgment on what you prefer to take. You just have to make the decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. What is a priority for you right now? Entering awkward silence so that you can think, right? Entering awkward silence. I feel like I'm going to get a, a some hate mail on this one. It's, but you're right. We say this it's from a change. place of, of love. It's the change is scary. Like it is, I, I want to validate that. The fear of change is a big one for people. I even felt that the same way when I found out I was celiac. I was like, oh my God, I only eat bread. What am I going to eat? Like a cheese bread from the grocery store. I was slathering butter on that and just eating that for dinner. <laughs> so the change. Like really? I loved you it. You put butter mm. on it? Oh God. Yeah. Like Why? A, a sickening amount. Do you put butter on pizza? Well, it's bread. It's cheese no, bread. It's cheese. No, like it's che- oh. cheese baked into the bread. Oh, one of those so it's guys. not like the pizza bun kind of thing. No, oh, okay. I love pizza buns. I take back my game. Or like a cheese, a cheese pr- croissant from Tim Hortons. I used to love a buttery cheese croissant okay. from Tim Hortons. Katie, I would like to add to your list. I would like a pizza bun. Oh, that would be fun. Can, Let's do a pizza bun. I would like bun. a pizza bun, please. All right, I'm going to add it on my little notepad here. Pizza bun 2024. That is going to That's get fun. you five gold stars from this house. Whoa, five gold stars? Five gold stars. All right, you guys. Challenge accepted, everybody. Challenge accepted. So when we're looking at that food fear, the reason why this is more of a tough love episode, because one, I can I can completely appreciate and validate how you're feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And I also know what is available to you on the other side of that fear. When we let go of that fear and we, you know, we finally like, okay, it's scary and I'm still going to do it. And you work through this and you stay committed. And it's not about, you know, an overnight change where like, oh my gosh, tomorrow I'm waking up and I don't eat gluten, dairy, and sugar and I eat all these things and I do this and that. That's crazy. We would I would never no, expect somebody to do and that. No and no. And this Med- is why it didn't work. In, it, this did not work before. Previously, because it wasn't sustainable. Many small steps make for one massive leap. You make small actionable changes mm-hmm. as you feel comfortable. You start with the easiest one. So for you, you're like, Katie, I don't even drink water. Let's start with water. You know, like I don't eat vegetables. Let's try adding one vegetable in. This really makes or breaks the difference here. So again, this is a tough love episode because I I truly, I truly want you to be able to get to that other side of the fear and feel what it's like to feel healthy, to have clear skin and really drastically shift your confidence. And when you have confidence, it, it changes every avenue of your life. Like people look at acne and they're like, oh, it's just acne. And it's like, no, no, it's not just acne because acne trickles into every facet, your relationships, your 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 social setting, your, your outlook on yourself, your, your drive, your motivation. So when you're able to feel confident in your own skin again, that is truly life-changing. And this is why sometimes I got to throw the tough love out. 
We we need to hear it. I mean, you and I don't even like to hear it sometimes. I tough love you. You tough love me. Like Chris, when I was doing that low histamine protocol in the spring, you did how not many like times me. did I? How many times did I text you and be like, "Can I please have my matcha, please?" And this is coming from a practitioner. I was like, I just need someone to tell me I can have it. Yeah, and this is the thing. And if I respond with, "Does that help you meet your goal?" You know, and I'm like, Chris, I know I was just, you know, looking for an out, right? It's wrong person, wrong person. But well, that's why that's why you come to me. Even me as a nutritionist, as a practitioner Mm -hmm. myself, I am a firm believer that you cannot coach yourself because you will always in your brain find a reason why you don't have to do something. Even me, knowing all the things I know, you need a you need a, a buddy. The buddy system works. Buddy and system. I just, I just happen to have Chris as a buddy. I was like, Chris, uh, what about this matcha today? What do you think? I, you know, there is some documentation on it that it's good for uh, histamines. And she's like, Katie, oh my gosh, she Katie. linked the documentation. I'm not and kidding. She linked it. And I, because you know what she's doing? She's buttering me up to my inner geek to show me a publication that makes me purr. Right off the bat, I didn't even open or entertain that publication till later. I read it later because it was like pretty cool. She read it later. I didn't even open it, but I was just fall off the bat. Okay, listen, because I knew it. I understand it. Your kids, if you have kids, they go to one parent for one thing and one parent for another. Mm. Why? Because they know what Why? makes it tick. And one of, anyone else that's a matcha obsessed, I know I made a bit of a matcha cult here at the Clear Skin Solution. I have a bit. Anyone that loves a matcha understands the need. So anyways, that's a little bit of a digression. But these are just some ways I want you to start shifting it. So now that we've talked through how, you know, the different types of food fear we see, some tactics, having the healthy swap, starting with that anti-inflammatory food, working with a practitioner that can guide you and hold your hand instead of using Google or Instagram as your practitioner, Mm -hmm. because that doesn't work. Now I want to go into some mindset shifts. Now the first one I want to touch on this is where the it, tough love it, comes in. Everybody, fasten your seatbelt, sit everybody. down, get that handkerchief uh, out to collect the sweat. I say this with all the love. I you really, do. truly do because I have been where you are. So the first one is it can't be healthy to eat this way. It can't be healthy to eat chicken and salad and quinoa. And it can't be healthy to have takeout food processed only. foods. Take to, it's, it can't be healthy to take out processed foods. I want to just share one thing and then I'm just going to leave this. Do you know what Tom Brady eats? When it, like the goat of the NFL who was, you know, still playing at the, what is he, like 40, like 42 or 44? He's still one of the greatest quarterbacks in the F- NFL. Do you know how he eats everybody? He follows a paleo style diet where he eats grass-fed organic proteins, fruits, vegetables, um, you know, minimizes grains, like, you know, doesn't drink the alcohol. And I've read, you know, how like one day a week he'll have a bit of a cheat day. But let's think, how is he doing eating extremely healthy, non-processed diet? Exactly. Because that resonates with his body too, right? He feels good on it. It gives him sustainable energy. How many other pro athletes at that level are still winning champions still winning super bowls like when his body should have deteriorated years ago yeah and it's because of and like you have to look at the way he eats has that played into his ability to extend and sustain his career and excellence in the sport and for those people that don't have the brady like budget let's call it still getting whole foods in there please please you know the whole animal muscle not the luncheon meat right look at the 
the produce section, can I grab fresh carrots that are not the baby carrots? I'm not going to bubble bust here, but those are not real. Those are mechanically real. put together and often bleached. Okay, carrots are bleached. Please tell me why. Cut it, leave it on the counter. Why? And cut it and leave an organic one and tell me what you find. Everybody, that's your homework. Tell me what you find. Three <laughs> hours find. of the process one out and three hours of the- Science experiment. The organic one. Boom. So these are the things, right? So the healthy foods, it's not about that. It's not about removing. We're flooding. We have to flood. We're finding those swaps. We're finding those likes, right? But then the dynamic. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just shop the outside aisles of the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Shop the outside aisles. Go. It doesn't, you know, if you can't afford the organic, still eat fresh foods. Check out, you know, go to Costco if you have a friend that has a bulk food membership where you can be buying frozen food in bulk. You know, looking for deals uh, in the flyers in order to get like a 12 pack of chicken, or maybe you're reaching for, you know, more lentils and legumes. You're soaking them overnight to making more easily digestible. These are little hacks that you can use to make eating healthy, budget conscious. I was solely bringing up Tom Brady because when people say it can't be healthy to remove processed foods. I'm always like, well, what about Tom Brady? Is that healthy? Because he looks pretty darn good. Yeah, I follow paleo for the most part. And then I'll get, well, eating like this, eating that anti-inflammatory, eating that 80-20, eating that, how is it sustainable? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is the only way it's sustainable. This is the quality of life. This is at the very least. Think about the word anti-inflammatory. How is that not sustainable? And we have to remember that when you are eating, you are making an investment in your health for your future health. So for me, you know, one of my biggest things is I see family members and friends with like, as they age, they have horrible health issues. They have medications. They're having heart attacks or they're getting cancers. And I have always told my husband from the, the, the start, we are eating a healthier diet in order to prevent that, in order to reduce our risk of ending up like that later on. I don't I, I don't want to be on a laundry list of medications in my 80s. I want to still be able to garden and play with our grandchildren. And for me, I know the way we eat is sustainable because I'm reducing my risk of issues later on. And what is the cost of getting sick later on in life? For especially people in the US that don't have medical care, what is the cost financial cost to you later on when you are dealing with a cancer, when you're dealing with a heart disease, when you're dealing with this, then this and that? What about what is the cost to eat out versus from the grocery store, right? Yeah, if you tally up your Uber Eats invoices. Oh, don't even tell me when I was moving, I, we were, because we couldn't, didn't have a kitchen. Yeah. There was like three. Same. I did one week, sweet goodness. It was almost, oh, it was two weeks worth of groceries. Easy. Just, and the eating out is expensive. And people are like, well, you know, it's not sustainable. What a, like again, this isn't going to be for everybody, but I can say there is a bulk of people where they're going out for dinner a few times a week. They're you're, they're buying bottles of wine or beer. They're you know cigarettes. getting the latest getting cigarettes, alcohol. They're getting the latest iPhone and you know, spot, dropping a grand or two on the iPhone. They have the latest handbags. They're buying designer jeans. Like they have six hundred uh, subscriptions everywhere. It's like if you just got rid of your subscriptions, that could probably offset the cost of you know maybe buying a healthier option. We're we're not saying you have to, but really if if you want to make the changes, can we analyze where we're spending our money and is there spots where we can pull from in order to re-divert our funds? I love it because that brings up a big, big point. I can't do that. The reason why we can't is because we don't know how to. 
We don't know how. It's how yeah. to execute. It's how to transfer. It's how to. That's why if you are stuck, if you've done the things, if you're down the foods or you don't want to change things or your friends make fun of you, because that's the next you know little point we can talk about is a Huge. friend's interconnection. What will my friends think? Right? If you can't do it, I really, I really want to know why. Just let's take out the static, sit back, write me a love letter and tell me why you can't. I want to hear all your can'ts because you know how I feel about that word, right? That word has given you permission to say, because I won't. And if you won't, that's it. Then in your all Jersey Shore, if you don't want to change, expect no change. And we have seen single moms working three jobs be able to make sustainable, easy changes in order to make their health a priority. We've seen uh, as you heard in one of our previous episodes, an Olympian who was living out of a school, like a schoolie that she transformed into like a, a little RV for herself, traveling around North America, racing, make this a priority. We have seen people from every walk of life. We, and again, we help them make these changes, make these shifts, adapt, uh, you know, help them find budget savvy options, uh, help them change their uh, I can'ts into I cans in order to get the results. And I will. At the end of the the I wills. Oh, I love them. The I wills. And again, this is short term. This is a short term thing that we are working on for you to feel better. And one of the things that I, I I think I did a reel on this back in the summertime is what is your why? I think this is a very powerful thing to do. What is your why? Why do you want clear skin? And a lot of people say, well, I want, I just want my acne to go away. But why? How does having clear skin impact your life for the better? So I give the example when dealing with chronic pain, my why for continuing to do the low histamine protocols to digging and and doing the treatments and all the things, my why is because I want to take my kids to the park. It's so simple, but for me, I've never been able to just take my kids to the park or just like I can't hold my children for like longer than 10 seconds because the pain is so bad. So my why is I want to hold my children and I want to take them to the park. So for you, when you look at, okay, my why is... I want to be intimate with my spouse again and enjoy it. That will make our marriage better. Mm-hmm. I want my skin to be clear because I want to set a good example for my children and not spend 45 minutes before we go somewhere putting makeup on. I want my skin cleared up so I have the confidence to reach for that next promotion that I've been holding myself back from that could drastically change my career. Digging into that why and holding on to it is can be a game changer when you because you're going to experience you know, obstacles and hurdles and setbacks on your journey. Your journey will never be linear from point A to point B. There will be roadblocks. But how you stay committed and how you keep going is holding on to that why at the end of the day. I feel like I didn't need to show up today. Am I on my soapbox again? No, oh, it's man. it's because I'm not kidding. And this is this is the Katie. This is the Katie that you're not seeing behind the scenes. This is the Katie. You can't see it all, but I'm going to give you a little nugget in here. This is the Katie that shows up every day and gets really cranky at that IG post where somebody wants to just rip that shred. You want to know why? Because she's like, that person has so much potential to change. Look at their self-limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. She's not the person that's going, okay, troll, see you later, blah, blah. She's going, oh, my heart aches for these people. This is why with this food fear and this I have to remove and this deprivation comes so hard and fast for you is because your whys, they're big whys. They impact you every single day. You you do have a clear skin. Every so often you'll have some 
monstrous thing grow on your face. I do too, right? Yeah, it's normal to have a pimple. Yes. Pimple is pimples like you know a single pimple one or two because for me like I will get one if I'm super super stressed or if I don't obviously take my makeup off well enough if I'm wearing it. I've had a single pimple but I know what it's from. It's acne that is a, a sign that there's an imbalance in the body. The chronic acne, a pimple here and there, don't stress. Yeah, so you're not running on a some kind of candida cleanse or a parasite get rid of, or you're not going antihistamine. You're like, whoa, let me find the trigger, right? Let me just settle down. Let me do Stress. this, right? Stress. Yeah. And if we've been eating and going off the helter-kelter and not really following anti-inflammatory, get back on it. It's a simple processing steps that we need to say it's okay to change and give ourselves that permission and not worry about what everybody else is going to think because everybody else isn't there for you when you're in that bedroom putting on that makeup, crying your eyes out, or when your children make the comment of, what is all that stuff on your face, mommy? Been there, done that, oh. not fun, right? So we have clients where their kids draw photos of them with spots on their face, like their 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 kindergarten teachers and God bless kindergartens, they don't have a filter. It's all of those like emotional impacts that you get on a day-to-day basis. So again, and just in closing, because I think we've kind of nailed this, right? It's that tough love. It's please just know, go back to episode 24, go look at the effects that anxiety, the stress, the implications that all of this fear holds into your body, how that can perpetuate out to your acne. And just know, please just know two things. One, you're worth it. And two, what if it all works out? What if it does work? That's the big one, you guys. Remember that. What if it does work? So to summarize what we've talked about in the food fear, I first want to validate how you're feeling with this food fear. It's real. The tactics and tips to that you can be working through is one, if you are dealing with food fear, I highly recommend you work with a qualified practitioner. If it's us in the clear skin solution, amazing. If it's somebody, you know, else that you find, fantastic. Because No, you come hang with us. Come guidance. hang with us. Yeah. You want to hang with us. We're pretty cool, right? We're, we're super fun over here. We will love to work with you. But you want to make sure you're getting the right guidance for your body because you want to be making sure you're eating enough foods, you know, and you're able to make those sustainable changes. Remember, many small steps make for one massive leap. Slow and steady wins the race. Focus on that anti-inflammatory diet and having protein, fiber, and healthy fats at every meal. Okay, that is it for this episode of the Clear Skin Chronicles. Come back next week because we're going in to clearing confusion around supplements and the truth behind those acne supplements. Thanks for hanging out with us this week on the Clear Skin Chronicles. We'll see you next Wednesday with a brand new episode. Remember to subscribe to the show and drop us a review. Sending glowing vibes your way, Katie and Chris.